0: Thank you.
1: What is going on ladies and gentlemen welcome to double coverage hope you're living loving and breathing in sport i am dom with the great man sauce happy new year great man uh, happy new year all... Dommer! happy new year uh, i'm good mate i'm good i'm going very very well um
0: you know brought in the new year with uh a great you know few beverages as we like to do uh each their only if you don't drink then by all means you know hot chocolate at the strike of midnight is fine as well um but Yeah, nice barbecue, family, a few friends, so, you know, can't complain. And yourself, mate, everything well? family,
1: friends, yeah, all well. Um, Just recovering a bit from a bit of a scratchy throat. So if you see me uh, mute throughout the show, I'm just coughing out a lung, mate. But, you know, you work miracles, mate. You've got a drink for the fellas and uh, the family and the new year. So, yeah, had a barbie, had probably a few... Too many, that's all I'm going to say. Last hurrah, I think, before the uh, baby comes. sauce. So that's a. <laughs> I pulled out all the scores. Hey, mate, the you might as well use it. Well, you've got the designated driver there. You might as well use it. You know? Earth, I just uh, went back. But uh, it's good. Welcome, everyone, to 2024, and welcome to Double Coverage. If it's your first time here, it might be your last time after you listen to us for about 10 minutes. But I hope you enjoy that 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Global Agenda, as per usual, NBA, EPL, SPL. Uh, We're only going to cover them this week um, because then there's nothing on uh, next week in terms of fixtures. NFL heating up massively uh, and then some hobby talks, some interesting stuff happening there. Global, Happy New Year, my man. Happy Um, New Year, Global. Jono says, thanks for the invite and no worries. New setup? No, I am currently in an undisclosed location. As you know, during this time of the year, I usually do. I like to donate fifty-dollar mailman breaks voucher. Sauce shows a nipple. <laughs> if we're on Rumble, Jono might happen. Jono, man, you just you love sauce too much. Maybe we have to get out. Uh, you have to worth start Fifty
0: dollars. Come on, man. At least five hundred. At least then I'll show you both
1: nipples. This guy, no man breaks money. about 50 bucks for a nipple, mate. That's unders. What do you think? Hey, means? I
0: ain't no $3.99 a, a month uh, OnlyFans uh, whore, right? I'm, uh, I'm worth that 500 break credit.
1: Oh, global. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, the comments are on fire to start 2024, Dommer.
1: Wow. Wow. That's... um. Yep, that's interesting. We won't bring it up, ladies and gentlemen. We're not bringing
0: it up our global's comment at about the three, three four minute
1: mark. Wow! All right, jumping straight into its source, uh, NBA, and you wanted to talk about your boy SGA, so I'm going to throw it straight to you. Uh yes, I do,
0: Dom. I and mean, I'm not sure if you've seen the performance today, but he was taking on the you know the number one team in the East, in the Boston Celtics, and was able to get the job done, 127 to 123. Uh, the Thunder win at home. SGA has 36 points, three of five from three. Uh, I think he had six assists or something along that line. But the key one is zero turnovers, zero turnovers across the whole game. Puts on an absolute performance, uh, carries his team. Uh, good performance by Josh Giddy, an uh, honorable mention. Actually could shoot some threes today. So he found his stroke. I think he went four of seven. Uh, but it begs the question. If SGA leads his team and keeps him in the top two spot in that West top three spot and keeps playing in this manner, Doma, where he's currently at the moment, I'll just give you some numbers: averaging thirty one point two points, two point six steals a game, six point three assists, uh, five point seven rebounds, shooting from the free throw line ninety one percent, shooting from the field goal uh, field goal percentage is fifty seven percent. And uh, average field goal percentage. And his three-point percentage is 31, uh, 32%. So it's obviously the weakest part of his game. But he's actually shooting a little bit less from last year. Um, But nonetheless, putting in those type of numbers and leading his team to, you know, the second spot um, at the moment where you've got Denver just behind. Uh, they've only played, they've played three less games than Denver. And they're on top of Denver. Um so, what do you think, Tom Can SGA win the MVP? Should he be able to maintain these numbers and and hold? I mean, I think if even he just holds OKC in that top four seeds, he should be the MVP.
1: I like it. Uh, I'm not sure how my connection's going, but it's absolutely woeful on my end. I've got one bar, so forgive me for the lag. Can hear uh, you I'll, good. Hear you good. Can hear you. Yeah, good. Okay, good. Um, Don't worry about my video then. But um. I reckon he's playing unbelievable at the moment. Uh, Like you said, three games less. Um, They're in such a great spot. They're one game behind um, Minnesota for that top seed. Um, It just, honestly, it's made such a difference in that team, having a good big man suiting up on court and helping SGA in Hongren. He's been so good. Um, And ladies and gents, just letting you know, he is in consideration for Rookie of the Year, Chet, because he didn't play last year. So he can win it. Um, And the way he's playing at the moment and his team's second, I don't care what Wemby's doing in San Antonio. They absolutely suck. Um, So I'm not giving Rookie of the Year to to Wemby. Averaging
0: nearly 18 points a game, 17.7 points a game, 2.7 blocks a game. That's the one I like.
1: 2.7
0: blocks a game, Chet.
1: That's Um, what they needed last year. Like he gives – like Stephen Adams – it was Stephen Adams there? No, block LeBron
0: twice the other day when, when, when the Lakers versed him. It was, I mean, he, he's a force. I mean, he's, he looks yeah. skinny and lanky, but Bro, he's cool. you know, he, he can he, shoot, he
1: reads the play well. Shoot, yeah, the he ball. Can spread the
0: floor. He can spread the floor, he can
1: slash to the ring as well. He's unbelievable. So, shoot, that's...
0: he's shooting it at uh, 40% from three, so that's pretty
1: good. So, yeah, it's. Oklahoma's looking dangerous, and like you said, they're fronted up against the Boston Celtics, and they got the job done against them. So, and they're no walkover. So, as correct, we know.
0: correct. So, so they're,
1: they're the best team in the in the comp based off win percentage. So, so it's, look,
0: exciting times for that OKC franchise. I mean, I think people may have um, not forecasted the rise as quick. You know, they're like, oh, they got all these young guys. They've got, obviously got SGA the leader. Um, you know, it's going to take them a bit of time to piece it together. Well, I'm not saying, I'm not going to say that, you know, I can't, I'm not going to sit here and say they're winning the title because obviously there's a, you know, there's a lot of inexperience and playoff basketball is completely different to regular season, but we're talking regular season and SGA and what he's doing for his top, uh, ball club. And, you know, whether the MVP is on the cards. Well, Domar. It most definitely is, if you ask me. And they got about a
1: gazillion other, like a gazillion more picks. That even if they if they were struggling with the piece, for example, like I'll just use Giddy as an example. Imagine all that stuff, all those rumor and innuendo worked out to be a problem, and they wanted to get rid of Giddy, and they wanted to trade him. They could have traded him and potentially got a all star in return because they could have said, "Well, we're going to give you four picks." High draft picks for this player with Giddy because they got so much in surplus, and they could have just put an all-star straight into that position to help out SGA and Holmgren. So they got so much draft stock there that don't don't be surprised that if a couple of these pieces don't work out, they can bring in some vets and some experienced players very quickly to help out these young guys. Who like not for anything SGA is... I know he's young, but he's been in the league for a while, so he's borderline vet. If you, To be honest, he's been in there long enough, and he's, he's absolutely balling. And I, if he wins the MVP, I wouldn't be upset about it, to be honest, because he's a gun. He conducts himself so well on the court, So, uh, and this team is absolutely flying. So, yeah, good luck to the OKC and their fan base. Uh, Minnesota, Minnesota is still up there on top of the West. Like Saucy said, Denver three games ahead of Oklahoma, Minnesota, and the fourth seed, who are the Los Angeles Clippers, who in my honestly source, I think they potentially could uh, finish on top of the West. That is how good this team is playing at the moment.
0: Yeah, playing really, really well. I think they've only lost three games since November 1st, three or four games since November 1st, which is just a phenomenal run. I think they're like 14 from their last 17. I could be wrong. Kawhi's Um, back he came back against the heat yeah which is always nice put on a performance yeah
1: it's always good when your team gets the return game for the superstar and he comes out and dominates it's fun it's great watching another mine you were leading
0: early in that one it's um, yeah
1: i know but no buckets there's no chance of beating a team of paul george Kawhi leonard james harden and westbrook coming off the bench
0: and Restbooks books have a good impact off the bench. He's playing, you know, good minutes. Um, that, yeah, I, they look good, the Clippers, you know. I, it's funny. We, we talked about this earlier, you know, what, earlier late uh, show last, last year about when, you know, they first came and it will take time to piece it together. And then, you know, people are having a meltdown because they're struggling the first five, six games they're together. And then all of a sudden they've pieced it together and all those talks have gone away. Uh, they're literally sitting fourth. You know, thirty-two games played there. Three games played less than Denver, so you know they're definitely gonna. You know, they'll probably leapfrog them or get close to leapfrogging them, um, but, you know, or getting close into you know, on top. Uh, if you are, if, as you as you mentioned, but yeah, look, they look good, the Clippers, and, and um, it'll be yeah, it'll be interesting to see how far they can go this season because you know you look at that roster and you go, should they not get any injuries, is it? Potentially a championship-winning roster. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe they're just looking for that one little little piece. But I mean, they got pretty, we'll go got pretty good bench depth. I mean, you got Norman Powell, Russell Westbrook coming off the bench, providing you sparks. Um, got Tice, you know, big guys, good enough.
1: Daniel Tice as well. Uh, global article question, Sauce. He wants to know who would you rather take in your team, SGA or Luca? SGA. Why? I
0: feel like he's more efficient. I could be wrong. The numbers could be wrong, but I just feel like he's more efficient. Smooth. They're both good, but I, I, I'm, I would choose SGA. They're
1: both good. Yeah. <clears throat> but, but the, but the only wrong, thing that would I, get I, me I, over I the this, line. Yeah, go on. Yeah, go, 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 go. I,
0: I was gonna say the, the disparity of I think that disparity has gotten closer and closer. You know, um when it when it came to you know early days, especially what three years ago in the hobby, you know, no one really considered SGA. To be that guy, you know it was Luca. You'd be buying Luca. You know, people were saying, people laughed at me when I'd say, "Guys, I'm telling you, SGA is better than Jar Moran. Yeah, like I'm just saying. I I genuinely think SGA is better than Jar Moran. They're both very good players, but he's better. I mean, am I
1: proved? You're not wrong
0: correct? You're not know wrong. I think so. I genuinely think SGA, you know, is better than John Morant. Is he better than Luka Doncic? He could be. In my eyes, I would take, yeah. you know, if I'm starting a franchise right now and I get to choose between SGA and Luka Doncic in their current format, I'm going to take SGA. Because I feel like you know SGA is a better defender.
1: Him? You know why I'm taking him? Apart from all that stuff, the efficiency, all that, I'm taking him because he can play with other players. Like, he's very versatile. He dominated last year, source. They had no big man, and he dominated last year. They've got a big man this year, and he's just still as good. He's still as good. He can play with anyone. Luca, we've seen him play with Pizingas. He's struggled. Like, he is he, better with a smaller lineup. He's playing good this year. He's, he's, he's been very good with Kyrie Irving. So, but at the same time, he's the whole offensive load. In that team, SGA can put up 36. But he can still assist the ball 10 times. I know Luca gets triple doubles and does all that stuff as well. But I don't know. Me personally, I take Luca. But I can see the case to have SGA ahead of him. I definitely can. It's a good argument to have, to be honest. Well, discussion.
0: How old is is Luca 25 as well? Because he's 25. Luca is. 24. So if we, I mean, maybe this is one, maybe we might think of next week. We might, we might come together, come a, come a list of best guys, 25 and under, and then go, we can rank them, do a bit of a rank. Let's do it. Write it down, Dom. Let's, we'll do it next week. This, I like this topic. So we'll probably come up with guys that are 25 and under, and then we'll rank them. Yeah, you know, do the ranking system. As the future of the NBA. We have got guys like Ant exactly Man right.
1: in there, Ja Morant, Zion, Mountain exactly. Mountain yep, Mount Dew, yep. OnlyFans Williams. <laughs> we have got all of them. Don't worry. <laughs> 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 hey, Lee, hey,
0: I and Zion's got a post career. Don't worry, mate. We have on, on,
1: on current form. On current form, I'm putting Zion the and Ja Morant. <laughs> as, I'm putting I'm putting Ja Morant and Zion as the top two based off current form. Literally, guns and OnlyFans hoes. Like, how can you go wrong with those two? Like, bloody hell. Two two of the biggest lemons at the moment. They're probably, oh. I Moran has come back and dominated. So, uh, over in the east, uh, Miami's climbed a bit, my mob. So, pretty happy with that. Orlando's still up there in the fourth seed. Boston, Milwaukee, Philly, they're the best three teams by a mile. Um, Joel Embiid, he's just so good. Um, for Philly a lot of people Pace saying that, to watch. a lot of people saying a lot of stupid things you know in, in sport and a lot of stupid things are always said because um, <coughs> excuse me uh, based off centers they are comparing Embiid and Shaq and they said Shaq was dominant for 44 minutes of a game if he had to play 44 minutes In the last four minutes, they have to give the ball to Kobe to take over the game because he couldn't hit free throws. And someone said, I'd take Embiid over Shaq because you could play Embiid 48 minutes a game because he shoots really, really well at the free throw line. And he's dominant. And I looked at it and I went, this guy's a lemon. Guys, I mean, how many times have I seen Joel Embiid pull up for some shitty floater shot where Shaq would have just bullied the guy out of the ring, dunked on his head, and got fouled? I know his free throws were shit. Like, let's be honest, if you could shoot free throws, we've already said this, he would probably be the leading scorer of all time in the yeah, NBA. Yeah,
0: yeah, If he had at least seventy percent rate, he would have. He would probably would have the, been the leading scorer
1: before LeBron came and took it over, but he would have had it. Let's see if Embiid can get through a playoff series without throwing someone under the bus before we start him. Let's see how he goes of... when he gets to
0: another game seven.
1: That's exactly right. All anyway, right, that's it for the basketball sauce. Nothing else really happening. Oh, We can mention Tyrese Halliburton with his 2020 game. Your boy. True. That's another one of your guys. That's, a, that's, yeah, that's, that's another I'm... one of your guys.
0: Hey, is um, not 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 a bad not a bad hit rate when it comes to to, to guys that I, I like to collect. It's unfortunate that I didn't buy a bit more Halliburton um in the off season, and I only got the one nice card, which you know got sold. Unfortunately, but fortunately at at the hobby hangout, because uh, you know that's for me that's the aim of of it because. You can only collect so many guys, but there's always opportunity to to make a little profit on a few cards and uh, in the hobby. If you you know uh, the right time to buy and, and when to and which guys to pick up, or also just be savvy with the guys that you pick up and and and, and know the game of basketball. Um, I feel it's always real difficult. Like it's so easy to go, you know, for for example, Paolo Manchero is the number one pick. I'm gonna buy him. Reality is, you're paying an arm and a leg you paint overs as soon as he comes out. He's the number one pick. Um, go have a look at Zion's cards. Go have a look at John Moran, Moran's cards. They're not what they were when they first come out. Same with, like, I'm sure uh, Wemby's cards are going to be the same. His cards are going to be crazy when they first come out, and they'll just sort of pitter off a little bit um, until he, you know, he fires up, you know, should they fire up in the next, you know, in, in years four, five, six, so on. Um, and... You know, Halliburton, he didn't really, you know, he was in that position. He was in a tough position where he didn't get played much at in in Sacramento, sitting behind Yaron Fox. Um, you know, got the trade, showed me what he could do. You know, I was like I was not I liked Halliburton while he was there, but it was hard because he, you know, he didn't get the he didn't get the ball in his hands that he needed to show his potential. Got the trade to Indiana, showed that potential, was like, yep. And then I knew in the offseason season I was gonna buy a card of Halley. Um, you know, pulled the trigger on one. I think I had it up on a mail day, Domma. So, you know, if you haven't seen it, it's, it's one of the mail days that's that's in the catalog. Um, and, uh, yeah, moved it on. But just being, you know, I like to see guys play. And I feel like it's so, I feel like you're actually stupid in this hobby if you're going to, unless, unless you just want to collect a guy. There's one guy that collects guys that I know uh, because they're Croatian or something like that or Serbian or one or the other, right? So if it's a Serbian guy, he's going to collect them creation Croatian guy is going to collect it, for example, right? Um, there's team collectors. But then if you're actually trying to, you know, pick good, young, up-and-coming talent that has the potential to become a all-star type guy so that you can then sell his cards on to make a profit, um, you can't just pick the number one pick and go, I'm going to buy that guy because you could lose a lot of money. Now, You could lose a lot of money picking a, a, a lesser guy, you know, lower down the pack. But I feel like should you be able to see them play and sh- see them put in that environment and you can um, you know forecast their potential to be a starter um, I think I feel like IQ you know IQ was that guy uh, quickly. I think we talked we talked down on him too soon. We, we gave him shit on this show um, but he showed that you know coming into his what fourth season I think he is now he's coming into his own and now he's got the um, starting job, at the Raptors because he's got the trade because uh, they're going to have to pay him, you know, 25 mil next year. um So, you know, he, what he's in season one, two, three, this is season six that he's in. He's 24 years old. He gets the starting gig. You know, maybe he was a guy. His cards were really, really cheap. Gets the starting gig. Who knows what he can do now that he gets the starting gig. Does his numbers increase to a 20, you know, 25 and five guy. They could be, they could be. And, and, you know, then he looks like a, 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 pretty, a decent buy at, at that sort of price point. Um, so just be smarter with it. Collect also guys that you like. So I like the way Halliburton plays, and that was the reason why uh, I collected him, because, um, you know, passes the ball well, can shoot a three. He's got the most uh, smooth-looking shot, but it works. It works very well for him. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to trying to find the the next the next one. Um, um, I was I was trying to think who was I thinking about the other day. If the name comes to me. I'll, I'll shout it out. But beautiful, yeah.
1: Nice stuff, saucy. All right, that's it for the basketball. If you do think of that name, do yell it out. We'll move on to some football, uh, the EPL, and let's lift off from the games uh, where we finished on the twenty seventh last week, which was Man City, Man United, Aston Villa, which we covered that. Since then, we had Chelsea defeated Crystal Palace 2-1. Wolves defeated Brentford 4-1. City beat Everton 3-1. Tottenham get smacked against Brighton 4-2. West Ham defeat Arsenal 2-0. I'll get you to comment on this and the other game in a second, Source. Uh, Chelsea 3-2 over Luton. Uh, Everton lose 3-0 to Wolves. City beat Sheffield 2-0. Palace defeat Brentford 3-1. Villa defeat Burnley 3-2. Uh, Tottenham defeat Bournemouth 3-1. Newcastle lose to Liverpool 4-2. We'll comment on that game as well in a second. West Ham draw to Brighton nil all. Man United lose to Nottingham. I'm not even going to bother. And Arsenal lose to Fulham 2-1. So I'm going to throw it to you because you lost to West Ham and Fulham in your last two games. And this is not ideal if you're an Arsenal fan.
0: Yeah, what did, what did I mention, um, Donna, that, you know, this is a tough period of the season. The game's come thick and fast over this, um, you know, this Christmas time. And, you know, it's it's where a lot of teams can falter. And I feel like... Arsenal's on the verge of, of that falter. I mean, you know, the league isn't lost yet, but I've, I've lost some strength in the team and some hope in the team. You know, the manner that we lost to West Ham, um, you know, at home, we, sh- we shouldn't have lost to them. You know, like, it's not a team that we should lose to. Um, so it's just it – was disappointing because we – we bossed most of that game and then got caught on two attacks. You know, they, West Ham didn't really create too much. They scored off a corner and then they scored off a, a counter attack, the first goal. And then same with the second goal, second half where come out firing first 10 minutes, they're absolutely under the pressure. Uh, the momentum charts would have been all in the favor of it, of Arsenal. Then they get one counter attack, happened to snag a corner out of it and then boom, cross it in Mavropados bangs it in two nil. Um, And then just even to the point where, you know, we had chances to get back into that game when we're down 2-0 and, you know, get a goal, still 10 minutes, 15 minutes to go. You never know what happens. The momentum's in your favour. Pressure's on. Uh, You know, things can happen. Um, You know, you know very well, Domer. you know, United came back, what, from 2-0 the other week and came back and won 3-2. So, you know, when the pressure goes on, especially in that second half, things can happen. But, you know, our inability to finish chances, Gabriel Jesus, great player, but he's not a prolific striker. That's what we're missing, Arsenal. We are missing a guy that can put the ball in the back of the net because we've got guys that can create, we've got guys that can provide the service, but we lack a guy that can consistently put the ball in the back of the net. You know, if, if, mate, I'm telling you right now, if we had actually Ronaldo in his current form, just take him out of Al Nassar and put him up front for Arsenal, we'd actually do better. He'd, he'd probably score 25 goals easily right? Because he just knows how to put the ball in the back of the net. And you know, when he gets a chance nine times out of 10, especially some of the chances that, I mean, Jesus had this header at the back post. I don't know how he didn't score. He just skied it over the bar. And I was just going, mate, you're supposed to be the number nine. What sort of number nine finish was that? Right. So it's just got me questioning, you know, our front half, um, the defense, you know, what can I say it's been good most of the season it's our it's our attack that's lackluster you know you're able to get I mean in the Fulham game we go up one nil score the early goal perfect perfect that's exactly what you need to do on away from home uh against you know the, the lesser side score the early goal force them to come onto you but no we go try to push on um then sucker loses the ball in midfield they hit us on the counter attack bang one one. Uh, and then in the second half, you know, uh, they go up two one, and we aren't even able to to pull back and 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 get a draw, which is disappointing. I don't know. I feel I feel a little bit that that we may have lost the league, and that's the reality. I actually feel that um, those two games there, we've lost the league. Uh, we've allowed obviously City to get right back into it. Um, we've got Liverpool that can you know now go four points ahead um, should they win their next game. I think. So yeah, I I don't know. Uh, look, I hope this is just a hiccup and the wake up call that maybe we need it. You know, losing two in a row, um, but yeah, it's not not good signs going forward. Not good signs at all. Um, and I feel like yeah, may, may, maybe he does need to bring in another piece in January, and and maybe to the future, maybe they do need to find that you know prolific striker and. And it's probably why Pep was not that upset to see uh, Gabriel go, Jesus, because, I mean, he never, you know, commanded the number one spot when he played for City like Haaland has, has he? So, um, you know, coming on and off the bench, playing on the left, wanted to play in the middle, gets his chance to play in the middle and can't finish, mate. So, oh, it's, it, it, it's frustrating. Not a good start to the new year. And, and any Arsenal fan would be feeling the same frustration that I would be feeling right now. And that's, you know, it's going to be another one of those. Could it be another one of those wasted seasons?
1: Don't be too down, mate. Anything can happen. Um, We've seen obviously city dropped a few of those, of those easy, easy games. And now they're, sitting but, third, but, but they got depth. I know they're completely different to you. They've got, a, yeah, they got but, the will to win. You is, haven't got any. we've allowed them back win.
0: in it. The Bruin yeah. has been injured this whole time. He's on the verge of coming back, yeah? I, like, I know, I know. It's the, the same thing as last player, year. It's the same thing as last year, down. bro.
1: Same thing as last year. Remember, he got injured. He missed half the season. He came back and then it was just like game over the moment he walked back into that team. It was a piss take. Because then guys like Foden would just like had free reign to just dominate. Because all eyes go on De Bruyne and Rodri, exactly. and then guys like Foden go on the wing. You watch how good Doku's going to play when fucking De Bruyne comes back in this team.
0: Oh, he's already okay. playing well. So many balls in behind. And
1: Haaland. Haaland's going to come back from injury and go, look There's, there's another me
0: the one. Ball. On Doku, Doku.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. But literally, Haaland's going to w- waltz back in and go, oh my God, look, I'm getting service from De Bruyne. Thanks for coming. The second half of the season, he's going to absolutely murder this league. That's what's going to happen. Um talking about teams being getting the luck of the draw. Did you see the Liverpool Newcastle? Some of the freaking decisions made in that game. No. Jogo Jota beat the goalkeeper one on one, had an open net source to score, and took a dive for a penalty. And the VAR gave it a penalty.
0: I see actually seen something
1: about how how does it um, not go back to the VAR and you give him a yellow card and book him and he doesn't get the foul. They scored anyway. They copped another penalty as well that probably the guy, I forget who the defender was, got the ball. And then the attacker stood on his leg and went under him and they gave the penalty against Newcastle. And everyone said, oh, yeah, that one, you know, this, that, but like, mate, you're given two penalties and they kick two goals. They, they only won the game 4-2. You don't give those penalties. They're not goals, are they? They haven't scored in any other chances, so they draw the game. And the momentum changes, as, as we know in sport, when you get shitty calls given against you. No, no. A few interesting ones there. Man United, not even bothering this week. Not even bothering, all Right? Not bothering. Um, van der went out on The loan. second half
0: performance that you did against Aston Villa or whatever it was. Source,
1: source. Not bothering. Not bothering. I'm not getting into it because I'll, I'll flip it. Do you understand? Flip it. No, not doing it. They're a waste of my time. Manny's going to win this bet because all his players that are coming back from injury at Chelsea – a hundred times better than the players that we've got sitting out on the sideline at the moment. So.
0: Donnie van well, is gone. Officially.
1: Yeah, He's gone. He's gone officially uh, on loan, which is okay. Jaden and Santa are going on loan, potentially source. Guess to which team? Dortmund. Dortmund. Yep, yeah. He's gone straight back to where we bought him from for 80 million, which is okay. So you know what will happen. He'll go out on loan because Ten Hag still upset at him. He's not going to apologize to Ten Hag. And then what's going to happen? Dortmund's going to say, yep, we're going to buy him back off of here for $35 million. That's what's going to happen. I'm just telling you what's going to happen. So we've just wasted that much money on him, and they're going to buy him back for unders, and you know what he's going to do in the Bundesliga at Dortmund source? Absolutely tear it to shreds. That's yep. what's going to happen. That's right. And I'm going to sit here and be like, this is fantastic. How good is this? This is great. Glory, glory, man, United. As the Reds... Keep marching on, on, on. Can go jamming, man, United, I swear. Like, it's just terrible. They're trying to pick up all these duds. Like, Calvin Phillips. We want to sign Calvin Phillips. The guy hasn't even played. Like, and we want to sign Josh Kimmich. You reckon Josh Kimmich is going to come play for Manchester United? You have rocks in your head, mate. If there's two teams, it's between Man United and Liverpool. If I'm Josh Kimmich, listen to me, Josh. I love you. I love German players. I reckon they're unreal. Josh, listen to me. I love you dearly, but if you come to Man United, you are an absolute potato. Just go to Liverpool, win a title, actually be able to give service to great players like Nunes and um, Sabozowai. You'd be able to have so much more fun at that club instead of having to worry about Onana passing you the ball out from the the goalkeeper's box, mate. Just forget about it. If Casemiro wants to go, what makes you think you're going to feel, fit in better in that squad? If Casemiro wants to leave. So that's all I'm saying. Just go to Liverpool. Help them win the title because at the moment they're, they're primed. They're absolutely primed. Um, Villa second in the league. I don't know if I'll be able to bring this up. or will crush my computer, so I'm just going to read it out. Liverpool on top with 45 points. Villa second on 42 points. Man City have come back with a game in hand, Source, game in hand over Arsenal uh, on 40 points. If they win that, they go outright second on 43 points. Uh, this is what Source is saying. He's probably dropped too many, too many games now. Uh, Arsenal in fourth, Tottenham in fifth, West Ham up into sixth, Brighton in seventh, Man United in eighth, Newcastle ninth, Chelsea tenth, Wolves in eleventh. Wolves, Chelsea, three points behind United, and Newcastle's uh, two points behind United. And we're in a lot of trouble. Not going to cover the games because there's no games for a couple weeks. Uh, So we just have to enjoy. Unfortunately, no soccer for the next few weeks. A bit of a break on the podcast. Uh, Let's get to the final results, of course, of the uh, Saudi Pro League. Uh, Finished up for the year. And, of course, Cristiano Ronaldo officially crowned as the top goal scorer of 2023, uh, with 54 goals, because he scored against Al-Tawun um, in the last game of the season. They won that one 4-1. One. Four one. Shabab beat Al-Waida 1-0. Fateh beat Al-Aktu. Uh, sorry. Akhtur and Fateh drew nil all. Ali beat Khalij 1-0. Al-Halal beat al Fayah 2-0. Al-Ray defeated Abba 4-3. Riyadh defeated Damak 1-0. And al Fak and al Hazem draw 1-1. Um, standings over in the Saudi league. Currently, uh, Al-Halal are on top with 53 points. Only seven points clear now over Al-Nassar on 46. Al-Ali up into third. Al-Tawun, uh, fourth on 34 points. Uh, I'm not sure if you saw Benzema had to leave Source, um, Uh, Saudi Arabia to go back to Madrid. Personal matters. We wish him all the very best. not sure what's going on there. Um, But yeah, Al-Itsi had a struggled massively this season. So we'll wait a couple of weeks as well until the Saturday league comes back to chat about that. Uh, Happy New Year, Magda. Welcome to the first show of 2024. Liverpool are on fire this season, 100%. Rashford should come to Liverpool, get his career back on track. I'd love Rashford to go to Liverpool, to bury Liverpool for 2024. That would be my dream. Uh, if he goes there, they'll be finished. We'll do a straight swap. You give us Salah, and you can have that lemon. Uh, Luis Diaz is a gun. Yep. And he's also the biggest diver. Uh, Ronaldo is the GOAT. 100%. All right. So, NFL, it's heating up. It's coming to say Messi
0: Magna to stir him up.
1: No, nah, he knows. He knows. He knows the truth. Source: The truth shall set you free. You know this. Right. Did you
0: see? Did anyone? Did you see what Doku said about Ronaldo? He's like, was said was something along the lines like someone said, you know, who's better, Messi or Ronaldo? And he's like, it's not even a question. It's Ronaldo. You know, like he's he he's dominated. You know, if you if you don't if you're not a gun player in England, then you know you you're not you can't be considered a, the goat. He's he's done it in England, he's done it in Spain, he's done it in Italy, he's done it in Portugal, he's done it in multiple leagues across the world, and then... I goes, know, well, there.
1: people talk about World Cups, and I get that sauce, I really do get that, like, I, I understand that. I'm not going to turn this into a Messi-Ronaldo thing, I just want to point out something, like, across multiple sports. Jordan, don't, like, and this is why, like, people say, like, but Messi's got a World Cup, but... Just remember, when it got too hard for Messi, he retired from international football three times. He plays in the Copa America. He only won the Copa America the year before the World Cup. He has the easiest competition to play in with some of the best players on the planet in his team. And he won the Copa America once. He bottled it that many times in the final and retired from international football three times. Three times. That's all I'm saying to you. All right. This is also the guy that with his team in 2012 bagged the shit out of Ronaldo, or 2012 or 2014, bagged the shit out of Ronaldo, and then he went on to win three Champions Leagues in a row with Real Madrid to shut them up. He got pissed off, and he goes, all right, I'll prove you all wrong, and he won three Champions Le- Leagues in a row. So what I'm trying to say, the correlation with him to the best players of all time, i.e. Michael Jordan, his mentality Like, you go watch all these videos and people say, if you had one substitution in a final to put on any player to ever play the game, to win you the game, who are you putting on? If you're not saying Cristiano Ronaldo, you've lost the plot. That guy just finds a way to win, like, all the time. He just finds a way. Like, how many times have we seen it? They're, like, completely down and out. In games where sometimes in a second leg, we've seen that so many times. Some of the most famous clips, 2-0 down against Wolfsburg going into a second leg. The guy just doesn't kick the winning goal. He kicks a hat-trick to beat the team 3-2 two, from 2-0 two down. Kicks three goal source. Like, how many guys can you say have done shit? Like his mentality is unbelievable. He he's one of those guys, he's exactly like Jordan will find a reason to hate you. Like the Simeone thing, you've seen it in the Atletico Madrid clip where he does like the suck it thing to Ronaldo and like they all bagged him. And then he just walked out. Remember when he was walking to the bus, he just said, I've got five Champions Leagues, you've got zero. Oh, no, four Champions Leagues. Or no, five because he was at Juventus. He goes, oh, I've got five Champions Leagues, you've got zero. Just wait till next, next leg. Comes out next leg, wins him the game. It's just stupid. How stupid is that? Like It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I think uh, you kicked the hat-trick in that game too. You
1: kicked the hat-trick in that game too, yeah. Like, I, But the reason why I say World Cups are World Cup source, and I understand it's the greatest feat in football, but how many players in that won World Cups before just when Messi and Ronaldo had no World Cups? Ronaldo still doesn't have a World Cup. But how many players had World Cups and we said that Messi and Ronaldo were better than all of them? And then Messi won a World Cup, which is fantastic. And people want to put him as the GOAT, that's fine. But then people put Ronaldo as like the sixth, seventh best player ever. But you said that it was them two were the two best ever when they didn't have World Cups. One wins one and the other one gets relegated to like seventh or eighth of all time. What the hell are you idiots on about?
0: It's a fair point. It's a fair argument.
1: Like, how does that make any sense? Like, people just forget yesterday's news and go run with the new gimmick. What, just because goal put out... I want to give Messi a you know what, then we all just run with it. Like, seriously. Uh, Tom has the same water pressure as Jerry and Kramer. Time to get the. Yeah, like, cut my hair really short. And I'll tell you what, wash is a lot better in my undisclosed location. I'll tell you that much. Uh, and Barbash should come to the Premier League.
0: Man, he's not going to leave PSG, mate. His, his brother just car. debuted for PSG. He's going to stay at PSG leave. and just play with his yeah. brother. He owns the club. He,
1: he owns, owns PSG.
0: Club. Why would you leave?
1: He's legit. He's legit. where is the Messiah? I don't know. I don't know. I, I oh, do yeah, know, I and I can't. I can't confirm. He's all well. Spoke to him post Christmas for about an hour and a half. He was. Talking all sorts of things, director of assets and uh, everything, you name it, it was, it was mentioned. No, nah, I'm just kidding. He just rings to see how we're going and stuff, but he's, he's he's going well. Yeah, he's had a good holiday break, and I'm not sure where he's at at the moment. I haven't spoken to him in the new year, so but he's bold. All right, let's move on to the NFL. Let's fly through this, get into hobby talk, watch Saucy rip into a few people, and then call it a night. All right, so we had the Packers defeating the Vikings 33 10, Broncos. 16 to nine over the Charges. Chiefs bounce back, beat the Bengals 25 17. Seahawks lose to the Steelers 30 to 23. Baltimore smash the Dolphins 56 to 19. Absolutely slaughtered MVP? Yeah,
0: that, That's the talk. Yeah,
1: yeah it has to in. be. I think I read some stat like he's like, is he the only quarterback ever to blow out or to win by 30 plus more points against two 11 win teams? In the same season. Because they smashed who they, they smashed someone last week. Um, I've gone blank. They smashed someone last week and then they smashed us this week. The Dolphins. Uh, while you look that up, I'll keep going. Bills defeated Patriots 27-21. Bears defeat Atlanta uh 37-17. Texans over Titans 26 to 3. Colts over Raiders 23 to 20. Jags shut out the Panthers 26 to zip. Rams over Giants 26 to 25. Cardinals tw- 35 to 31 over the Eagles. New Orleans 23 to 13 over the Buccaneers. 49ers over the Commanders, 27-10. Cowboys over Lions, 20 to 19. Manny will be happy this week. Uh and the Browns over the Jets, 37-20. We need to go so to ben the San Francisco.
0: Standings. They slapped last week. 30, yeah, slaps. So there we go.
1: There they are. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Dolphins. Says Magda. Come on, Magda. You're a North man. You have better taste than that. I'm a Dolphins man. Brett, I'm not going for Buffalo just because they got North colours. I'm going for those lemons. Buffalo. All right, let's get to the division AFC East. Miami, Buffalo. They're all sorted. Baltimore, Cleveland, all sorted uh afc south is still texans jags colts nine and seven all three of them so it's going into the last week which will be this week uh chiefs broncos on top of that one uh cowboys eagles got the nfc east sewed up detroit has the nfc north sewed up but packers vikings bears eight and eight are the packers and then seven and nine so I'm not sure what the head-to-head are with their divisional Wins there New Orleans, Tampa Bay, eight and eight, Atlanta, seven and nine. So that's a pretty close one in the NFC South, NFC West. San Francisco has that wrapped up, and then we've got the Rams and the Seahawks battling out for that one. Uh, the fixture for this week is Baltimore Steelers, so they should get another win there. The Ravens, Colts, Texans, Panthers, Bucks. Bengals, Browns, Lions, Vikings. That's a tough one for the Vikings, but they might rest some players leading into the playoffs. So we thought. Patriots, Jets, Saints, Falcons, Titans, Jags, Cardinals, Seahawks, Packers, Bears, Raiders, Broncos, Chargers, Chiefs, Giants, Eagles, 49ers, Rams, Commanders, Cowboys, and the Dolphins versus the Bills. So there we go. Uh, Interesting ones.
0: Currently, uh, 49ers and Ravens to win the Super Bowl, followed by the Bills, Cowboys, and then Chiefs, and then the Eagles. So
1: that's the top. Dolphins, not even, Dolphins not even considered. Well, we lost what's his name? Dolphins
0: are $13 to one, and they are. Bradley, Bradley Chubb,
1: uh, I, think, I think it's Bradley Chubb, did his ACL in training. Is that, the, is that the running back? For the Dolphins, so we cooked. That's all I'm saying. We finished. Got no chance. Pack it up. So stay tuned for that next week. This week's the last week uh, on the seventh. So those games are this weekend, and then we'll definitely cover the playoff picture leading into round one next week. Um, Clarko is the goat coach taking North Melbourne to glory this year, says Magda. <laughs> I'll be happy to win oh, bite, two mate, for North. I'll be I'll be happy to, to win two games, Magda. Uh, Mahomes has got a hot head. Yep, all. Uh, quarterbacks, I like that. I like it though. All right, so let's let's jump into hobby Talk. I've got two products to look at quickly before we jump into some interesting things. Uh, Goodwin Champions, we always like looking at Goodwin Champions. I might actually try and bring it up, who cares? If the computer blows up, it blows up. We'll just have a crack some. Should be all right. Here we go. Oh yes. Let's go, baby. Here we go. Tortoise shell, Aquamarine. You can get all types of different color colors in this product. Uh, Scoot Henderson. As you know, they haven't got the license here. Autos. Uh, Anthony Richardson. Carissa Moore surfing. There's MJ. Game Jersey Auto. Mem and Relics. There's a space patch. I don't know what the hell this is. Glow in the dark. Uh, exquisite stuff. But the reason we like going here is because we want to see the athletes that they got in the product. Hopefully, we've got a checklist. Checklist. Maria Sharapova Source, We like looking at some of the interesting. Characters that we might get in here. No, oh, Fred Couples, golf. Uh, if you see anyone interesting, let me know. Darwin Nunes. Wow. Killer Mike, the rapper. Get him in. Mike Breen. Matthew Hoppy. From soccer, remember him, Sauce? He was a bit, people were a bit on on his cards back in the day. Your boy, Ilya Tapuria. And then it's just like variations of that. Yeah, He's his head you know. kicked in by oh, You freaking hope so. So nothing really interesting there. Product has come out already, I'm pretty sure. Sorry, let me just check this for you. The release date is January 4th. So it comes out Friday. Yeah, uh cards of a pack five per box 18 uh, packs per box uh, 16 boxes per case set size 150 cards release date january 4 2024. the next one source you'll show some interest in this one and it is panini immaculate ufc here we go have a look uh this is valentina shevchenko these aren't the only uh, book ones, they've got Jumbo Octagon, Canvas, Dual Sig, span three par- three panels and have autos from two fighters who are faced off against the- one another. That's pretty cool. Uh, in between them is a big piece of canvas from one of their matches. So that's, that's nice. I like that. Uh, other triple and quad signature cards are also available. Uh, three decades since the UFC started. The milestone is the focal point. So we have 30th anniversary signatures out a variety of fighters through the years 30th anniversary signature booklets go much bigger with 12 autos source uh jumbo mem cards john jones piece of his glove here he's a khabib 30 years uh, auto even the main focus on autos and swatches keeping it with the milestone 30th anniversary parallels his easy adesanya Cards per pack, six, uh, six. first off the line is six. Hobbies, uh, packs per box, one, first off the line, one, and boxes per case, five, first off the line, five. Release date, subject to change it's January 5th. That'll be Saturday here. Uh, What to expect, three autos, two mem cards. Uh, What to expect in a photo box is photo patch auto, additional auto, two mem cards, two. There is no current uh, checklist. But some of the designs are pretty cool, and some of the stuff that they've said that are going to be in this product sound pretty good as well. So look forward to that one, Source. All right, next one. There's always a bit of drama, mate. There always has to be drama. We're on the third. New Year's Day, I think this, this broke. Here we go. The Great Man. Andrew Chrisman. I have no idea who the hell this guy is, to be honest. But he said Card Collector 2 faces allegations of receiving loaded boxes from Panini. Now, obviously, it's a sports card radio uh, article. You can go through and read it. I'm not accusing Ryan of doing anything. Right? right. It's allegations. Ryan has gone on X. And said an account on IG claims. We reached out to Panini for loaded boxes. Never happened. Not with tops or any company. There aren't emails, so there won't be any evidence. Just someone looking for views. We've purchased all our product as a shop or online collector. Fair and square, saucy. Fair and square. So here it is. This is the article. Apparently, there's clues that we all need to look for. Yeah, all this. I don't know who this is. This is what Ryan said. Brand new IG account was created recently. Posted that they have evidence of emails that I have communicated with Panini America. This is blatantly false. There are no emails. and won't be as it never happened. Not with Panini, of Leaf, etc. Blah, blah, blah. It goes on just to try and clear his name. He's uh, the great man of the hobby. Mark's Lemon Cards. Right here. It's all about the vibes. All about the vibes. All about the, all about the shill. All about the grift. Ah, uh, here we uh, go. All this shit. Then they're going at each other. No, no, The beef jerky is an ad, ladies and gentlemen. It's got nothing to do with the stories. So. But yeah, anyway, you want to find it. You want to read it. Here, yeah, I'm going to chuck it in the comments. Have fun. If you actually care about this stuff. We're just... Let's be honest. If it happened, would we be surprised? No. If it didn't happen, who gives a shit? So... That's a guy in the hobby well, that has that many connections anyway, so he didn't get any card he wanted regardless.
0: My sort of thing is like, guys, if you haven't woken up to, you know, the tactics from these companies by now, I don't know. What, what um, you know, we can't help you anymore. Like, we, we you know that this is what they're going to do. They would, it makes smart, it's smart business practice to actually do what they do, which is send the load of boxes to a guy that has, you know, a hundred thousand followers across all platforms. Makes, makes sense to do that. Right. Um, Just so it gets so much more exposure. And then obviously, you know, that entices people into buying the product more and, and so on. So it makes sense for that to happen. Um, it's just sad it's just really sad just because um, I feel like the old you know some of this when that sort of happens that the load of boxes go to to you know the influences um, for, for purposes of marketing really it just just takes away from you know the average collector that can go to his local hobby shop and maybe just buy buy a, a box and have that have that chance but Yeah. It's if if you if you think genuinely think it's not happening, well you know what? Keep believing that. Keep believing that your hobby experience will probably be better and just keep telling yourself that. But um you're delusional (laughs) if you do.
1: All right, let's go to a positive story to finish off the pod source because this is a great friend of the show. He doesn't even know his friends of ours. Um, we're just going to say he's friends of ours. Um, I'm actually going to start backing this guy, all right? And I, I'm i backing him. I don't care what anyone else on the round table thinks, you, Dan, Griff Wilson, a.k.a. the Card Messiah. I don't care. This guy is my mate now because I'm going to read this story I've spoken to his best mate before. His best mate and I had an exchange in the DMs. He wasn't happy about me about a few questions. He said none of this shit ever happened. But anyway, it is what it is. Not to say that they're not mates, but yeah. Anyway, this guy, I back him in. He's now my favorite person in the hobby and he's come out on New Year's Day. source, with a Happy New Year post in probably what is, in all honesty, one of the best cards, if not the greatest cards, ever manufactured on planet earth. Um, it is a dual logo man auto from the director of assets himself on card, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, one, one. of one. Here it is. He possesses this. All right, I'm going to read to you how he possesses it Whoop, in a second. I'll go through all the rest of the photos in a minute. Let me just read this to you. It's a 2007... 2008 Upper Deck Exquisite Michael Jordan slash uh, LeBron James Dual Auto Logo Man 101 Exquisite Fifth Year Anniversary Card, right? So he says, the Director of Assets, while this wraps up 2023 quite nice, this card has been an unearthed grail in our hobby for the past 15 plus years. There's never been seen before until today. Most thought, including myself, that it was still in a sealed pack somewhere. However, it was pulled out of a pack on Steve's previous previous owner, birthday back in October 2008. He's held it since. Upon watching a Ken, Gold, Ken Golden's Netflix show, Steve decided to contact Ken to inquire about the value and potential in this piece. Go Thanks to the show's exposure, brought this puppy to the light. It took four months of back and forth negotiating. He wasn't willing to let it go too easy despite a weak market. It took a decent seven-figure amount to close the deal like a soft market didn't exist. I couldn't be any more grateful to own this amazing jewel logo, man. It also came with the original box it was pulled out of, which was signed and dated. Special thanks to Ken and Asa, not to mention Steve. Thanks for allowing this card to be seen. Happy 2024 to everyone. Excited to see what this coming year holds for us all. P.S. I love you, Director of Assets. What was this? Sh- what was he saying about market? Soft market
0: or some shit. Mate. It's a soft I'll just tell you market. something, Sean. See how it says um, on it, one of one, and there's only one of them. That means there is no market for it. The market is whatever the guy wants to sell the fucking card for, buddy. Um, and if you don't like the price, jog on. That's pretty much the market for a one of one of that nature. So, yeah, soft market. Yeah, I mean, ideally, if this guy put this to to auction in the heat of 2020, he probably would have made 10 million dollars. Uh, who knows, right? Probably, I'm not. A he would have made, He would have
1: probably been. He probably would have sold it for nine nine figures, and him and Ken could have had nine figure bank accounts. You could have oh. put it for 100 million back then. Someone would have bought it. And then they would have looked at that. Up. Oh, oh. They would have looked at car when... ladder today, and the car would have, when it was sold for two million dollars, and lost ninety eight percent of its value. Uh,
0: Sean, when she, well, Sean was the director of assets back then, so he would have bought it.
1: This 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 card is paid for and sponsored by CryptoZoo. Um
0: <laughs> and all the money that we scammed you with, we paid for this card.
1: But honestly, it's a sick card. It's a c card. So I'll show you some of the it, photos. It,
0: it, it, is a, it is an absolutely grail piece. Um oh, oh, know, for any collector. For, for literally any collector, that is that is a massive grail piece. There we go. There's not there's not one co- card collector bolt.
1: on the planet that wouldn't um, you know. Look how nice it is. It actually is a c card. card. Wonder if he's gonna grade it probably you will because you know why? Get a 10. because because he's got this card too in his collection also which you yeah, get got a 10 it's a 101 <laughs> triple logo man that he owns of uh Kobe LeBron and Jordan so you're great at that got a 10 it's a 101 it is unbelievable multiverse it is crazy Magda wants you to give it a shine. Not happening. He I like him. All right. He can be the director director of assets in my company any day. Any day. At least you know his office parties will be good.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh jeez. No comment. All right. If you you don't know that reference, go do your research on uh, Maddie Allen. We'll go look at the Shushan Bob (laughs) Instagram page. (laughs) On that note, Sauce. I
0: got one more. I got one more. Yeah, I got something. I got something. So we'll bring it back, Doma. We haven't done this in a while. But seeing this one on someone's page. They uh, shared it. I'll give them a sh- shout out in a sec, but I'll bring it up and then I'll um, give him a shout. Uh, we want to share this one. So we got the, a little 1998, 99 Skybox premium yeah. insert. We got the, this is called the slam funk. So this is whoever, this is who's in it. You've got a Kobe Bryant, Kevin Garnett, Grand Hill, Shaquille O'Neal, uh, Michael Oluan Kandi, Tim Duncan, Antoine Jameson, Keith Van Horn, Ron Mercer, and Scotty Pippen. Um, I'll bring up some of the cards here. So here's a Grand Hill, as you can see. Let's see if I can um just click. There you go. Hang on. Nice. Oh, there we go. Here we go. There. It's an acetate dommer. And it's got a, it's, yeah, it's got a little yeah. thing on the back. Like here's the one that says about. Uh, Grand Hill. It's all UG still funking it up with the Motor City Ballers, getting funky from the baseline, ice cold, ice cold as you stake to the hole. Very chill, Mr. Hill. Right. right, it's got a little message
1: on the back. So
0: just something you know different. You know
1: that's a nice card. You know what's really funny about this card source? Remember when everyone went, clearly Dom Russ was ahead of its time. This yeah, product yeah. this product was 20 years ahead of it. It takes a dump on clearly Donnas. Clearly Correct. pardon in the pun. Have a look at this. He's
0: here's the Kobe. There's Kobe flying through the air, dunking it. Get down, Kobe. You're the coolest cat in Tinsel Town, strutting and funking, stealing and dunking. Kobe eight, you're a part of future of the NBA. Funk true that. That's the little message they got on the back. It's corny, but it's funny. Um, it's the Asset card.
1: Sorcy owns this card. No,
0: I, I don't own this card because it's uh, worth a lot and far too much and far too m- much for my budget. Um, He's the director of me, assets but... at Double
1: Coverage.media, so he should be able to afford this card.
0: Yeah, tax write-off. We'll just we'll just say it's a piece of art that we lose money off. On. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's the modern-day Mona Lisa. That's what I'm going to say. Anyway.
0: Oh, right. So there's that one. Check it oh, out, tomorrow. ladies and gentlemen. You can you can check it out on uh, uh, Trading Card Database. Obviously, shout out to good friend of the show, Shaq Fu, aka Joe Fu. Um, yes. Check him out, Shaq Fu thirty two. Uh, that's where I seen that card. He, he bought it up. He obviously has the Shaq version. So fitting because uh, he is the number one Shaq collector in probably Australia. Or oh, there's a couple, there's a couple of rivals, so that like to be the self claimed, uh, prof- proclaimed number one Shack collector here in Australia. But uh, I think Joe might have uh, that covered. Seen it on his covered. page, and why I say go check out his Instagram page, Shack foo Thirty Two, because he shows it off a lot better than those pictures do. And you can really see the nice shine with his light and the acetate and the way that shines through with those sparkles. It looks really, really sick. Um, So yeah, check out his page because it's got a much better, he's got a video of it, which, which gives it that, um, you can see the true appeal of the card. Um, But yeah, very, very nice insert from 1998. Bible says random, but did you
1: lads know that Tatum's dad coaches in the NBL? I didn't know until I saw, Yes. That he had a better record than the previous coach before him or something. I don't know. After he took over.
0: I remember that when he got there announced um Tatum, like there was like something where Tatum gave him props in an interview or something like that. It was like, yeah, proud of him or something like that.
1: So nice. but yeah. On that note, sauce, we've done and dusted. One episode down, 51 to go on the weekly basis on our uh, double coverage podcast. And some That's other content uh, this year. I mean, hopefully, we can stuff
0: get, stuff. hopefully we can get to some, we never know, we'll, we'll have to see. Hopefully we can get to some more card shows in it and get some
1: more content from there. Be good. Definitely. All right. On that note, keep living, loving and breathing sport. Thanks for tuning in. It's double coverage. I'm Don with the great man sauce. Peace. Peace out. Thank you for tuning in.
0: Please don't forget to leave a review on the Apple Podcasting app. Also, follow us on socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Talking
1: old spots, double curve.